Hi, Karen, creator of Y2K here. This is the spoilery version of this cast interview. And if you're only looking for the spoilery bits and you've already listened to the rest of it, go to around the 27 minute mark and you will find all the spoilers there. If you haven't listened to the full season of Y2K, uh, please go do that before you listen, unless you are completely impervious to spoilers. Okay, enjoy! Right. Hi, my name is Karen Heimdahl, and I am the creator of Y2K, and I am sitting here in an online room with three of our wonderful cast members, and I'm going to ask them to in each introduce themselves. Of course, uh, give you their name and the character they're playing, and also just tell us where in the world they are and what time it is, because that is fascinating. Why don't you start, Kirsty? So, hello everyone. I'm Kirsty Wolven. I play Olivia. I live in the UK and at the moment it's 20 past seven in the evening. Great. <laughs> okay, Felicity. Uh, I'm Felicity. I play Rachel and I am sitting in a sunny room at 20 past eight in the morning in New Zealand. Yay! <laughs> and Larkin. Hello, my name is Lorcan. Um, I am in Dublin. Oh, I'm sorry, I play Brie. And it is also 20 past seven at night. Yes, exactly. And uh, I am, I, I play Jess. <laughs> and uh, I am in Gothenburg, Sweden. And it is uh, 20 past eight in the evening. So we are far apart. But yeah. So let's get started. I'm sort of interested in uh, your voice acting backgrounds uh, a little bit. I mean, what I know that some of you have done more than others. So why don't we start uh, with you, Felicity? <laughs> this is my first big one. I've done, yeah, a couple of just small one or two line things in the past and done a few audio book samples and things. But mm -hmm. yeah, this is the first chance I've had to actually get into a character and play something so it's been an awesome experience oh cool great okay Kirsty. uh so i started doing voiceover acting actually it's kind of more like this time last year actually it's roughly around a year now and again like uh, felicity this is kind of like my first big role that i was cast in like before i'd done like little bitty bits but uh, i've been in quite a few things over this past year yeah, quite, you've been casting a few things after I cast you for this. And of course, no one's heard you in this yet. No. <laughs> I think the things after I was cast in Y2K are uh, Soulborn City, Haunted mm -hmm. Hell House of Horror, which are both out. And then also a, uh, a new podcast that you are in also as well, Karen, Luminaris Brimstone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so cool. that's just coming out. So yeah, I only have a tiny little bit, bit part in the prologue. Same. <laughs> it's fun though. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Cool. Okay, and Lorcan. Yeah, I, this was the very first uh, voice acting thing I'd ever done, and it was so nice to be involved because, again, I suppose I had done kind of more theater stuff, um, mm. and even that was pretty limited. So this was um, one of the first times in a long time that I probably got to do kind of like a character and it was it was really nice it was really cool to be involved yeah good I mean and you are uh, a singer as well of course yeah and uh yeah and and Kirsty is also a singer and uh oh lovely yeah, yeah. I, don't do, <laughs> I don't do any singing in this <laughs> no I know I've I've been sort of thinking of if I could work that in somehow and I really just can't so <laughs> sorry <laughs> Maybe yeah. we have to do another podcast. Another. Uh, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> mm. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but of course, I mean, you are all three of you are here because you auditioned for this. And I didn't know any of you 
beforehand. So I'm really curious, what made you uh, want to audition for this project? Uh, let's start with Lorcan. Um, I just loved the brief of it. Um, I, I really appreciate it as well. Like I think with the character that I auditioned for, um, I, can't, I auditioned for two characters. I can't remember. You auditioned if, for Claire as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but I really appreciated the way that you had kind of written about Brie, like this, it's kind of, it, it wasn't open to interpretation, but I think you were kind of willing to, you know, if a trans person kind of auditioned for the role that maybe that would be taken into account with mm -hmm. it. And I really appreciated that um, because on Star Now, which is where I saw yeah. the, the, the listing, tr like trans roles, that's like not a thing, you know, like it's really, really rare. And um, it's, it's quite problematic in a lot of ways because I often find that I'm just kind of applying for female roles and then mm. it, it creates, I don't know, like I find that I don't get that many callbacks and stuff. And sometimes I wonder, I'm like, is it because, mm. I don't know, they're afraid that, when a trans person is kind of playing a female role, it changes the role or something, or it brings this, I, I don't know. I, you know, I, I don't know what, what they think, but uh, yeah. so anyway, it was just really refreshing to see that you wanted this kind of inclusivity and I, I really, really appreciated it, you know? Oh, great. Big, big draw for me. Yeah. And I mean, I actually, I mean, uh, you, you keep calling her, her uh, Brie, which is a tiny spoiler, but not a big one. <laughs> Because <laughs> she's Bri at the beginning, uh, oh, yes, she changes yeah. uh, her name to Bree. So we're going to probably say Bri and Bree interchangeably in this oh, interview. Gosh. And you're going to have to deal with that, listeners. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, uh, Bri was written as a trans character. Uh, and Bri, of course, is uh, Jess's uh, sibling, uh, my sibling. And uh, I was very sure that I wanted uh, a trans actor to play uh, the trans character. And of course, and I had quite a few, which I was thrilled about because, you know, it's, it can be hard to find people who are, who are part of a marginalized uh, group to sort of even reach those actors and to make them understand that, yes, I want you to be a part of this. Mm -hmm. uh, and I was also really, really, I wanted everyone to be able to audition for whatever they felt like. And you, I mean, you auditioned for Claire as well, Lorcan, and, and you were definitely in the running for that as well. I think it was your singing that clinched you for, uh, <laughs> for Brie. <laughs> so yeah, cool. Okay, Felicity, how did you hear about this? Um, I was star now as well. I actually, yeah. I, I saw the, the listing and I was like, oh, I'll, I'll favorite that and I'll come back to it because I think I was out and about. And the next thing I know, I, I actually had a message from you on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> and you said, you know, will you audition for this? And I was, I was heck yeah. Um, I think it's just because you don't get a lot of parts from the New Zealand accent. Mm -hmm. um, it's, and it's often mistaken for Australian and sometimes mm -hmm. South African and people aren't looking for that. So um, it was just really exciting to see that as an opportunity to not try and put on an awful American accent or something and actually <laughs> to use my own voice, yeah. which is it's a pretty awesome opportunity. So, um, yeah, no, it's, it's nice. And this is how I sound regularly. And Rachel gets <laughs> the same, the same yeah. accent, which, yeah. Yeah, pretty horrendous sometimes. Sorry about that, guys. But um, oh, it's lovely. It's I think it's so nice. Yeah, it. it's so lovely. <laughs> yeah, we all love your accent. <laughs> yeah, you haven't mocked how I say, you know, fashion chips and everything. So I'll take it. I'll take. It. Yeah, I mean, I didn't make it easy for myself setting this in New Zealand, partially. But I mean, I I set it in New Zealand because I visited New Zealand uh, in 2010, and I just. I just fell in love with this country and these lovely people. And I was like, oh my God, I love it so much. I have to set this there. And so, yeah. But also, I mean, I had a lot of, of Australian voice actors uh, auditioning for the character of Rachel. And some of them did, you know, pretty good New Zealand accents. But, you know, <laughs> you, you I wanted the, the real thing. <laughs> 
Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, what what is the, and sorry, I hope it doesn't offend you. I'm just curious, like, what is the main difference between like the Australian and the New Zealand accent, if you could like verbalize that? Probably easiest one would be fish and chops versus fish and chips. Yeah. <laughs> is uh, the, the big okay. difference. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And, and we'd say, you know, yeah, five, six or five, six. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the just, I sound tends to be that I sound. Right. Yeah. We we become very ah, uh, and they become very e. Sort of interesting. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So it's yeah. really obvious to Kiwis and Aussies. Sure. Totally pick it out. But yeah, a lot of other for each other. Don't resent it. You know, just because we're Australia's little sister or little brother. <laughs> well, you it's are very fun. much in the focus for this show, so you know. That's yeah, it's. it's awesome you know new zealand's getting a bit of a spotlight so it's yeah. not lord of the rings so we're no. <laughs> <laughs> exactly kirsty it's your turn uh how did you hear about this um so i think i'm probably the only one out of s lot that heard about this on on twitter because it's quite an active uh, mm. indie audio drama community especially within the uk i don't know about other countries as much mm. but it's definitely a very strong indie audio drama um, community on in the UK so I think there's uh, Sarah Golding she's mm. got a Twitter page where she just retweets all, all audio, audio drama auditions. yeah exactly yeah so I think I found it via that page and then I had a look I know I, I auditioned for Olivia obviously mm. I can't remember if I auditioned for anyone else <laughs> but with Olivia it was just that when I was reading it I was like oh Olivia lives in Birmingham I live near Birmingham. She's into rocks and fossils. Like that was a cool thing I found as a kid. Mm. And not going to spoil anything, but it's kind of creepy how many similarities there are between us <laughs> that I did not yeah. know until I was cast and we started having little meetings and Karen started telling us mm. um, a bit more about the story. Yeah, <laughs> we can have uh, a little chat about that in the uh, spoiler section if you want. Yeah, but, definitely. That'd be yeah. Cool. Your name, Kirsty. I mean, of course, we'd been sort of brushing past each other on Twitter and in some other projects that we were both. Yeah, sort of had like the parts. Kingery. Mm, yeah, that's where I first saw. Well, heard you, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and also Pod UK. We were both at that. We were, but we didn't meet. <laughs> we didn't see each other. I don't get that still. We were in, so we were at the same event in uh, in February of 2019. And yes, I don't even remember seeing you there, which is no. Weird. And we were in the same workshops too. Yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, lots of people. Uh, we're definitely seeing each other this year because uh, we're sharing a table. Yay! Yay! Oh. <laughs> So that's going to be really good. Cool. Okay. We already actually talked about accents. And of course, Felicity, you record in your own accent. And Kirsty, you sort of record in your own accent, though you try to make it a little bit more general, I think, right? Do I? I, just myself. <laughs> <laughs> I don't sure. try because like, it's, like, I have to record so much for Olivia. I mm-hmm. I don't intentionally really do yeah. do it. I mean, there may be slight differences between different batches of scripts because we've been recording in roughly batches of ten, mm. um, all recorded. I should say we've <gasps> almost recorded everything as of early mid December twenty nineteen. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, yeah, I've not intentionally recorded in a different accent because people say because well, at least for England, there's a very strong skew towards the south. And that's where mm. I'm from. So most people say I've got a neutral-ish accent yeah. for England, even though I don't sound northern at all. I sound yeah. quite southern, but yeah. I don't know. There we go. <laughs> but I think also Kirsty has epic bloopers. I mean, she's the epicest of all the epic <laughs> bloopers and the the most epic sort of chatting to herself in between takes. And it is just the most charming thing. Uh, and I have uh, long, long, long recordings of lovely bloopers. But you keep I doing this listen. sort of, oh, I sound quite posh now, don't I? I have to read I, that. I know. There's a really big 
thing because poshness <laughs> is not a positive thing where I'm from. Mm. It kind of means that you're a bit snobby and above everyone else, which I don't think I am. But there we go. <laughs> no, I don't think you are either. And then sometimes you go, oh, that's a bit chavy. I can't do that. Yeah, that's, that's, that's <laughs> like the opposite. <laughs> yeah, because I went to uni in Kent, which is surprisingly, if you stay... So Kent's in the southeast, so it's kind of generally the posh fancy bit of the UK for those who, mm. or England for those who don't know the geography. So the assumption is that everyone's very posh and sounds like mm. they speak like the Queen. If you go away from like Canterbury, because there's people from all over the world and the UK there, because there's lots of universities. But if you go everywhere else, it's it's quite it's quite run down, deprived kind of stuff like that, and mm. it they they don't speak how I do they do speak more chavy mm. which is it's really <laughs> difficult to explain if you're not from the UK I don't know Lorcan do you know what chavy means I do yeah <laughs> but yeah so you, like yeah. you know what I mean but yeah, yeah. Mm. I guess in I know in Australia I suppose that, I don't know if they use the same word in New Zealand but there's like bargain oh <laughs> yeah yeah um, perfect pronunciation <laughs> 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 but I don't yeah. know. Do you use that word in New Zealand as well? Yeah, yeah. We got a couple of bogan places around. Mm. <laughs> I love that word. That's a really funny word. In Ireland, we say "skanger," which is uh. not very nice. Did you just say like "skanger"? Yeah, "skanger." Oh, yeah. Mm. I know they cool. they have a couple of different. Yeah, but that's that's what they play. Yeah. Yeah. For on the subject of accents, of course, you and I, Lorcan, we both pretend to be Canadian. I know. And yeah. we're not. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Well, I'm lucky because so I went to an international school in Saudi Arabia till I was 13, and my accent is was really kind of North American mm. for a long time, and it still is actually. Like, really, it's you know. Um, so it was my accent is like sometimes people actually do think that I'm. Canadian so mm. I was like oh great yeah <laughs> yeah I mean you sound Irish to me you don't sound like really really strong Irish brogue but I can mm. definitely hear it yeah this is it, it. Yeah. I think because I've been so been in Ireland now for maybe maybe longer I suppose yeah yes I have what am I maybe I'm just pretending to myself that I'm much younger than I am um, <laughs> but um yeah, I, I think certain words I, I say sound a bit American and then, yeah. Mm. Yeah. But, but I think is, your accent yeah. is, is very, is very neutralish as well, Karen, though. Like, well, it's very American, really. Yeah. And it's funny, but uh, I mean, I picked up my American accent in an international school in Brussels. Oh. <laughs> so I didn't know. It's a thing, though, isn't it? It's like yeah. international schools have this like it's it's like a yeah. north american but not really yeah it's, it's yeah. mad it's very very interesting were you teachers I, american yeah most of them were. i mean i had some british teachers as well and i think because i was taught because uh, english is my second language and i was taught it in school with a very sort of british accent you know mm. the general british accent that we were talking about before that doesn't actually exist yeah. uh, but anyway that is sort of um southern england-ish uh, accent and so I had kind of had to make a choice as a teenager which way to go. And but all my friends were American, being all American. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And it's handy because you know, North like mainly people from the US or from Canada, if they don't think I'm American of some sort, usually sort of uh, East Coast American, they think I'm Canadian. And I was like, Yeah, that works. I'll just I'll be a Canadian who's spent lots of years in London and is now I in New know. Zealand. So, you know any weird things about the accent can be excused because she's been living in everywhere else. Yeah, that is that so funny, out. Karen. I'm the same because it's always, sometimes whenever people are like, where are you from? I'm like, this is such a long <laughs> story. Like, and it's, I feel like I, I, I have actually had people be like, I didn't want to know that much. <laughs> like, because <laughs> I'm like, well, I went to an international school, but my parents are from here. And then, and they're just like, <sighs> Ugh, like yes. whatever you know <laughs> I know I know I I've sort of I've had to do that so much over the years and I've sort of abbreviated it to either I'm Swedish or <laughs> I'm Swedish and I don't sound Swedish but never mind <laughs> ah never mind I know god that's so funny yeah oh I love that okay so yeah your characters still in non-spoilery zone 
So anything you can say about the sort of taking on of your characters without being spoilery? Uh, let's start with Felicity. Um, <laughs> um, I, I could relate to her cheerfulness. Mm. You know, she always seemed positive and upbeat and upfront about her feelings and, you know, where she is in her life, which I, I actually really liked. And it was, it was nice to be able to be cheerful about everything. So, um, yeah. Yeah, no, that was that was really fun, and I only had sort of one or two tongue twisters. Thank you, Karen. Yeah, some of the others had a few that were a little bit more difficult than mine. Yeah, no, she she's just a fun character to play. Okay. Yeah, yeah, she's awesome, and I wouldn't mind being a librarian. I don't think that's a spoiler. That's not a spoiler. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Rachel is a librarian, and yeah, yeah, cool. That's that's not a bad career choice. No, I, I have, because that's not a spoiler either. We have some scenes set in libraries and I just, I just love that. I love adding that ambiance in and sort of feeling the library feeling. It almost sometimes feels like a sort of background secondary character because, yeah. you know, Maya <laughs> yeah. has got connection to the library as well through, yeah. you know, work and art and everything. And it's, it's nice to almost have that, that anchor in the background. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Christy, anything you can say about Olivia? Um, that's a bit difficult because yeah, she she is quite a private person, especially mm. in the beginning. Yeah, I mean, when I've always been recording, it's been quite easy to imagine because I just imagine her standing in front of a microphone, which is also mm. what I'm doing when when I record. But yeah, I don't know how much I can. I, I no, well, we can leave you because yeah, Olivia that's is, cool pretty mysterious at the beginning yeah she definitely keeps everything in for quite mm. a while yeah really she does yeah and Bree or bry <laughs> well i just i really liked you know there was a lot of things that i kind of obviously could relate to with bry like just the trans experience mm. also bry as a musician there was there was a um okay i don't want to say a spoiler well, it's not a spoiler, I don't think. There was just a line that you wrote that I really loved. And it was mm. it was when it was like, why didn't you kind of pursue music full time? Mm. And, and uh, this was when Bryce Brie and Brie was like, um, I don't know, you, you just said it in this way that I really liked. So she was like, I'm, I'm kind of an introvert, you know, mm. and I really like it really, re I related to it so much. I was mm. like, God, that is so me like with it. Because it's like, I love to do this. I love to songwrite. Mm. I love to do that. But I, I get really shy and scared in a lot of ways and it was mm. just one thing that I really liked about her and I, I kind of liked I think the way that you had described it as first as well was like kind of a reference point you used was Oz from Buffy yeah and I loved that so much and I always when I was recording it I would always try and remember that um yeah. and so this kind of quiet um you know she's kind of I think like a lot of trans people we end up spending a lot of time in our heads kind of imagining mm. this these sort of the world that we want to mm. be or the way that we want to look I suppose I know for me that's mm. that's what I did a, a lot like a lot of daydreaming about the way that you know about being a woman and, and all this mm. kind of stuff and so it means that you end up being quite an introverted kind of a person uh, in a lot of ways and um, I just saw that in in Brian and Brie and yeah I could really kind of channel what I was going through I suppose you know and I really oh, like that yeah because I mean I um a very close friend of mine is trans and transitioned around this time and she's been helping me a little bit with just that perspective because of course I don't have that perspective myself but I originally when the first scene I was writing with Bri as she was then I didn't I thought she would be more like my friend who is much more outgoing than Bri is and much more outspoken and takes up more room you know and I just started writing her and she's just not yeah. she's not that she is very sort of she chooses her words very carefully she's very very I think I used innately cool which for me is Oz from Buffy very much she's very very thinking and she has when she says something it's really thought through mm. and she isn't sort of easily upset or budged uh, at least not outwardly uh, and she is a bit of an introvert 
And I was just like, okay, so this is nothing like my friend. This is a new character. Hello, new character. I'm going to get to know you now. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> I feel her change, though, you know, across the thing. When she's yeah. first introduced as yeah. Bri, mm. very closed in, and you can understand, mm. given sort of her, her life, you sort yeah. of understand and why the situation. she's like that. Yeah. yeah. And then as you go along, she's still very careful with what words she picks and how she speaks. But there's so much more emotion and she feels more open, mm. especially with Jess and just the emotional mm. connection between them. You can feel it, you know, build and become stronger, which is, which is pretty awesome to see. So yeah. well written. Yeah. Oh, thank and, you. Yeah. Really well written. Yeah. yeah thank you. I love that. I'm going to, we're going to very soon head into the spoilery section, but uh, I'm going to uh, hand over to you, Felicity, because you had a question or a comment or something before we head over. <laughs> we we kind of touched on it before a little bit with, with tongue twisters and recording mishaps, but um, I wanted to ask everyone if, if you guys had any sort of favorite mishaps or, or tongue twisters that took you a while to get out. Uh, Why don't you start, Kirsty? <laughs> I had a hell of the time with the word ingratiate. I did not know that was a word before. I had to Google it. <laughs> I did not know what it means. Um, yeah, so there's, there's also all the place names. You guys mm. know where those place names are from. Mm -hmm. oh, we can't, can't say that. anymore. <laughs> can't say anymore, but those, those, mm. yeah, that was, those were really frustrating <laughs> and I'm sure like I don't know if you've listened to those lot yet but I get to a word and I'm just like ah I'm gonna have to stop the recording and look up how to say it again mm. <laughs> yes I've listened uh Kirsty because Kirsty's recordings are so long I've listened to the first take of everything but I haven't okay. listened to all the takes of everything because... yeah I don't blame you there's like <laughs> 20 because I, I keep a track of how long I record stuff just as an mm. interesting thing there's 21 and a half hours of stuff yeah Olivia and that's not in a lot yeah yeah that yeah that's not including because me and Anna have got to still record a little bit more so that's not mm. including yep. not including that bit and anything else that I have to redo whenever well <laughs> we shall see <laughs> we, we will see. see yeah we will see i'm probably i mean for you kirsty i'm probably going to ask you to do a few bits and bobs you know short bits good not, gonna, not any long minutes please about, no no no, no. You've, done, you've done all your monologues they are all done <laughs> but you know maybe a few sentences for a very yeah that's sentence. yeah that's cool yeah how about you lurkin the sort of either tongue twisters or things you got stuck on that one when i was you were like it's actually a french word because uh, <laughs> i was like oh carcass one or something like that and then it was like no it's actually like carcasson i was like oh okay <laughs> and i knew even i was like what i was like what i didn't know what that was um okay let's move into the spoilery section for real okay <laughs> yes let's spoil away i'm gonna start by talking about why four of us are in the same group because of course it's quite obvious from the start that my character jess bry or brie are our sibs and of course jess and rachel become very involved <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. We do. We do. <laughs> it's one way of putting it shall we say <laughs> Yeah, well, basically a 20-year love story there. And then, of course, there's Olivia, who is yeah, um, who is our daughter. And it's so yeah, lovely. Podmums. Podmums. Yes, all the family together. It's, it is so lovely. <laughs> I only realized that, like, this morning, that it was the, the family that you put together. <laughs> 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 yes, yes, yes. I was going to put you with Anna, but Anna sadly couldn't make any of the interviews because oh, no. uh, she was mm. completely uh, booked up. So I was oh. like, well, then of course I'm going to put her with the family. <laughs> Yay! Yay! And that is so lovely. And of course, Olivia, if we're talking about Olivia in the later second half of the season, Olivia gets to talk to all of us yeah it's, it's it's great like i'm just like yay i've talked to other people this this week yeah because i mean of course the first i think the first nine episodes because tammy turns up in episode 10 olivia mm. just is just all completely on her own and does yeah. her intros and outros and is 
very sort of closed yeah. off and doesn't... under a blanket. Yeah, under a blanket in her room. <laughs> and then Tammy turns up and then and then of course they go to New Zealand. Yeah. And that's where all the place names are, of course. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Oh, what's so hard about, you know, Fakatane and <laughs> But it's, like, but it's also, I, I'm not sure if I'm going to say this correctly, but the thing is, is that you've got, first of all, they, some of them just look really weird. And then you've got like <laughs> an English pronunciation and then like a Maori, I don't know if I'm saying that right, but like a Maori pronunciation as well. So that was, was like, Wetikere. I was having, a, there were people saying it like the English way. And then I read about like the Maori pronunciation. I think I went for the Maori pronunciation in the end, but. Are you being yeah. Waitakery? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Waitakery is the more English way of saying it. Yeah, yeah it's, so. it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah. uh, Felicity, you helped Kirsty with one of the pronunciations on our Discord at some point. Yeah, so it's how to say uh, kia ora. Ah, yeah. Kia ora. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of the pronunciations can be almost Japanese with the Ah, sounding mm. almost like an L, so that yeah, mm. like kyora, ra ra ra, that mm. that sort of mm. rolled sound, and yeah, it's a fun yeah. one, but yeah, it's something <laughs> even Kiwis struggle with okay. a lot is getting that sound right. So yeah, yeah. fair enough. I feel your pain, Olivia. <laughs> Olivia, <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> Christy. It's oh. fine, don't worry. I, I knew who you meant. So it's because it's also for me is that like I only know like very European languages like French, German, some mm. variations on those. So like going to like Pacific or more Asian languages mm. on the other side of the world, no idea mm. how any of those work. But you sorted it out. I did indeed. <laughs> you did. <laughs> And because that's, of course, where the point that you were talking about before, Lorcan, the point where Olivia asked Brie about why didn't you pursue singing? Yeah, that's yeah. the adult Brie, the sort of 41 year old Brie, I think, that Olivia visits because Brie is in, has stayed in Auckland. <laughs> I think the most difficult thing I had recording was actually just the songs. Yeah. Not really. I just got really nervous about them being on a podcast, I suppose. I just, that was the only thing that I got a bit, I found a bit difficult to record was because I just got really precious with it, I suppose, and was like Mm -hmm. trying to make sure that it was perfect. And then I kind of realized actually Bri and and Mm Brie is actually just beginning. So it actually is perfect the way it is. It doesn't really matter, Mm -hmm. you know, or not that it doesn't matter, but like imperfections are kind of, more authentic and also like imperfections are not more bad, interesting you know they're interesting exactly yes, yeah yes. exactly you know but yeah I can completely relate to that the whole sort of creatively getting in my own way sort of demanding perfection of myself to a level that no one else is ever going to notice you know yeah. but yeah <laughs> so yeah. everyone is nodding <laughs> yeah everyone is nodding in this audio yeah. <laughs> medium <laughs> We shared a moment there, uh, listeners. <laughs> Let's. Do you have uh, the spoilery question, Lurkin, or was it not spoilery in the end? You can do it either well, way. And okay, Kirsty, it's. Oh, it was just actually something that you had said earlier that I was curious about. But I'm curious to hear more. You had said that you found there was like a lot of similarities with yourself and mm-hmm. Olivia. If there was anything you wanted to share about that, like I thought that was really interesting, but also I understand if maybe you don't want to share that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. as, as I asked that, I was like, oh, maybe that's actually too personal. So yeah, um, I, I've mentioned it because we've got like a little cast, like unofficial cast discord. But um, my parents also divorced at a very similar age to Olivia. So it was kind of weird, like when Karen just like, just have I told people online about this because I don't remember doing this um and it's just really yeah and then also I'm kind of somewhat gray ace I'm not really Mm. sure but which because Olivia is ace as well so that was another really weird similarity as well what's the gray so it's kind of like you're not asexual but you're not allosexual which I think is like the opposite of asexual Mm. Okay. So you're like gotcha. somewhere in between. Gotcha. 
Sorry. And you, I, yeah, and you actually picked up Kirsty on the the coloring that I chose. Yes, for that took me art. so long to get though. <laughs> but nobody else got it, as far as I know. So you know, you're the first one. <laughs> uh, I know. I'm like just like because there's also like a, a I'm in a Discord for um like people on the A spectrum. I'm mm. podcasting, and I want to say so bad. It's just like just look at this picture. <laughs> And you will understand the meaning behind the colours. And uh, <laughs> it's really difficult to not tell anyone about any of this. <laughs> yeah. So that's why, because um, me, Maddie, uh, Neris, and also Sarah Golding were at the London Podcast yeah. Festival. So it was really, um, which happened end of November. And uh, that was really cool to meet them yeah. again. So, yeah. Got some really, really beautiful pictures of uh, yeah. the three of you. Yeah. And of course you couldn't include Sarah Golden because she hasn't been announced yet. As no, a, she hasn't. Yes, so <laughs> guest actor. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. No, but the colors for Olivia's character art, I didn't actually tell our character artist why I wanted those colors. I was just like, it has to be those colors. And mm. she gave me a really uh like very, very pink purple at first, and I was like, no. It can't be this purple. <laughs> it has to be the right purple. <laughs> so, because I, I don't know, I just felt right. And it also felt right for her character to be not in a huge amount of color somehow. Uh, I don't think mm -hmm. Olivia is very interested in fashion. I think no, she, she definitely <laughs> She much prefers rocks. Mm -hmm. And rocks. hikes and going for a yeah. run. And, yeah. 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 <laughs> there's a, a in one of the uh, Patreon exclusive episodes, there's a conversation between Tammy and Olivia where Tammy asks, how long does it take you to get ready in the morning? And Olivia is like, quickly? <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Not uh, high maintenance in that way. No. And I mean, I think that's, I mean, for me, creating the characters, uh, if we're going to go back to that, I've, I think I've told you before I started off, with this small idea of just two long distance friends sending voicemails. Mm. So that was just, and that know, was Kat and Jess, wasn't that it? That was Kat and Jess, yeah. that was two people. And it was gonna be really small and simple and easy to manage. And then I was like, no, but there needs to be some, something more. And I added in Olivia. And then after that, I just, I don't know, I just went berserk and started adding more people in. And, and I love that because it enriches the story to such a degree. Mm. But I think when I was creating, because uh, Kat and Jess are started off as sort of both being me, although different aspects, I think, of my personality. And then, of course, during the writing process, they grew into their own characters, which is much more interesting. But I wanted Olivia to be very different. Uh, and I wanted her to be of her time as well, mm. uh, you know, of... Of, she's a post-millennial she's not I, mean, I can I can go back to this sort of my my era because I was uh, around this Cats and Jess's age in the year 2000 and I know all about that but I wanted her to be and what I thought it was important and the ace thing I mean of course I'm really interested in representation and I'm really interested in not hearing the same old story from the same <laughs> boring people I want you know Mm -hmm. stories yeah. diverse stories from various mm. people and uh cat and jess talk especially cat but also just talk about they talk about sex they talk about having yeah. sex and their sexualities and i wanted olivia to be a counterpoint to that and to sort of just go uh, that's not my thing yeah <laughs> i i just like that uh, as a counterpoint mm. but also as a as a representation i think of of young people mm. today that are more ready to say that. I mean, I, I'm yeah. absolutely certain that there have been just as many people feeling it, but now it is much more being said. And I love that. Yeah. I think part of it also is as well, is that people today have got the vocabulary. Like, I mean, mm. in my case, I mean, I can, I consider myself a noughties kid. Um, mm. You know, I, I was born in the 90s, but I don't remember any of it. Um, but like, I mean, even for me going through school, the only way that I found out that, you know, people, you know, you can love anyone you want to, or, you know, you can be whoever you want to is through someone in my school coming out. Like I wasn't, didn't know about it. It wasn't like open. Mm. So, but I think like kids younger than, than me, 
it's just the vocabulary is more out there to describe what you are. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really powerful mm. to sort of know that there is, there is a word and the fact that there is a word means there are other people have thought these thoughts and felt these feelings and that you can sort of, I can hang my feelings onto this word and know that mm. other people will understand them. Yeah. Uh, at least a little bit is, is really powerful. I think. Yeah, definitely. Also capture it's not perfect as yeah. well. So, you know, as, as a lesbian couple, Jess and Rachel mm. face some homophobia and obviously yeah. Bri becoming Brie mm. has has a whole lot of issues she has to deal with and mm. you know, and, and the, the generation before us, the parents, uh, mm. you know, there's not so understanding. Yeah. No. <laughs> well put. I think you capture some yeah gaslighting and narcissism really well there without coming out and straight up saying what it is Mm -hmm. yeah you capture it in a way that people who have experienced it can say i know what that is Mm -hmm. i know what they're feeling okay maybe this isn't okay Mm -hmm. and yeah Mm -hmm. so that was yeah nice nice to see yeah yeah cool And it's so like you i don't know it's so nice to be part of this project because hopefully people you know, I know for me, and I don't know if you felt the same, Kirsty, um, mm-hmm. but like sometimes you can feel like in everyday spaces, you're kind of the only one. And it feels a bit isolating sometimes to be, you know, and I don't know. So it just means representation is really important. Yeah. I mean, to be completely honest, I didn't actually really kind of figure out my aceness until actually like after I was cast until probably... I'm trying to think about the time yeah like until like a couple of months Mm. later down down the road really I think but like I mean definitely growing up you know everyone's talking about boyfriends girlfriends and I was like "Eh, I'm not that that bothered really I mean I mean I am in a relationship but now but you know just Mm. you know yeah and I think I mean I've had some people I mean the audio drama space in general is much more diverse tell much more diverse stories than mm. mainstream media definitely and I think uh from that group of people I haven't heard anything like that but from others coming in used to mainstream media reading my scripts and I've been like but wait everyone's gay and I'm like yeah 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 and they're like but 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 why and I'm why not mm. Because really, I mean, it's, I was listening to uh, the Magnus Archives uh, Q&A the other day, and Alex Newell said something like, but straight people are boring. And I can just so relate to that, because I'm like, we've heard those stories. They're dull. Let's get some new stories out there. Let's get some stories Mm. that aren't as often told. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. Uh, and that's why, of course, I mean, there's only one male character in the entire thing. Mm. Uh, well, there are some guest actors, of course, two male guest actors. Yeah. Um, though one of them is is a trans actor, though the character is not trans. But I, because I'm like, but there's so many men everywhere. You know, <laughs> I'm I'm bored of straight people. I'm bored of white people. I'm bored of men. Can we just have some other stories? Yeah. And uh, yeah. <laughs> You know, like go off, Karen. (laughs) (laughs) And and even having said that, you know, I think we're too white. This cast is too white. I love each and every one of you, and I think you're perfect. But we're too white. So there's quite there's quite a few white people. Yeah, I'm gonna do try and do better next time I cast. Yeah. 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 So speaking of next time. (laughs) (laughs) Good see, Felicity. (laughs) Good job. There's such a cliffhanger, almost. Mm. You know, there's there's so many relationships going on. I want to know what's next. Um, Yeah. (laughs) No pressure, Karen, but (laughs) but well, I mean, okay. You guys will, of course, find out before the rest of the world. But what I can say is that I've started writing a season two, but I'm not sure when uh, it's gonna happen. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and That's I'm gonna cool. I'm gonna ask all of you to come back if you want and uh, I really really hope you do 
Yep. Yes, please. Yep. <laughs> so that's so that's what I can say, I guess. And I mean, this is going to air. I don't know when this is going to air. Maybe it will all be out in the open at that point, but I don't know. <laughs> but my main, it's not going to be weekly episodes because uh, it's uh, killing me. <laughs> no, it's not really, but it's, it's a lot. It's a lot of episodes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, when I was talking to people at the London Podcast Festival in November about Y2K, and I was like, oh, you know, there's weekly episodes throughout the whole year, and they were like, wait, the whole year? And I was yeah. like, yeah, there's there's a, more than 52 of them. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, so there, there are quite a few people surprised at how much of Y2K there is, I suppose, by the time this is released, mm. it will yeah. be out. Ish. Yeah, it's not the way people usually job of organizing everything. Yeah. Do you know? Like I was really, t- like it was really like inspiring. Actually, mm. like I was how you were able to write all of this stuff, all these different characters, and you were, and so good at communicating with all of us. Like you did such a, an amazing oh. job. You know, really. Yeah, definitely. Like yeah. Oh, I love that. That's wonderful to hear. I mean, it's. I really tried to make this story not be weekly because everyone kept telling me that's just a little bit bananas or a lot bananas, but <laughs> it, it wouldn't, it wouldn't go, you know, cause we have two really close friends and they're trying to stay friends and support each other and all these horrible things and some joys as well keep happening. Mm. And you know, that they would not be in touch weekly. is just silly, you know, at least once a week, they're going to be in touch. And of course, for Olivia, if she finds this, if, you know, she has material for a weekly podcast, she's going to do a weekly podcast, you know? Mm-hmm. Of course she is. So it just didn't make any kind of sense to do it uh, not weekly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's not the way people do things, I think. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's the way I do things, I guess. It's fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Kirsty, did you have, you had a question, right? Yes, I do. So this is for everyone. What preconceptions did you have before, after you were cast, but before you started work on it, what preconceptions did you have that turned out to be completely and utterly wrong? Oh, cool. Lorcan, you want to start? Um, The thing that just came to my mind, I suppose, was just that um, I think, and I don't know if maybe this is not what you were asking, but I I just, my preconceived notion was like, oh my God, I'm not going to be able for this. Like, this is like a big project and I'm, I'm not able or something, do you know? Mm. But I don't know. Mm. I think maybe I'll come back to Mm. that and have a think about it. I want to hear what other people say, but that was the first thing that kind of came to my mind because I'm trying to think about Mm. Brie and my, my. It doesn't have to be about your character. It can be like how you. The story with or something? Yeah, 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 just anything related to the podcast. Because, I mean, in my case, mm. oh, I accepted the role. Karen did send me a lovely detailed email <laughs> saying, this will be a lot of work, but I did not realise how much bloody work it was going to be. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, so, and I mean, also because, because of the connections that I, you know, like the similarities between me and Olivia, you know, it's like for, for me as, as Kirsty rather than as Olivia, it has been quite emotional. Like there's been a couple of episodes Mm. where I've had to go, right, I need to stop, have a break, like just go out and forget. Mm. Um, But yeah, definitely. So it's not just like the time. It's like also the, like the emotional and like all the mental work going on behind as well. Yeah, Yeah. that's really true actually. And especially, you know, I've, I've had (laughs) issues with my mental health and then kind of, so was Brie and, uh, and mm. um, yeah, I know what you mean. Maybe I didn't, I suppose maybe, not that I didn't think I was going to get invested in it, but yeah, you know, maybe sometimes you would go and you'd be like, ah, oh, yeah, that, that, uh, that really, and, and it resonated, you know. Um, yeah, definitely. That speaks to the quality of the writing, I think. Mm. You know? um, yeah. It felt very true. And, and sometimes maybe it was, it kind of struck a nerve, I suppose, you mm. know. Yeah. Um, yeah. That makes sense. Uh Felicity, did you have anything that hit you? 
Yeah, I mean, I originally thought, oh, you know, Rachel, great Kiwi, is going to have a, a small part, you know, she's a potential <laughs> love interest, okay, she's going to come and go, and okay, you sort of assume the majority of characters tend to be straight, or okay, maybe she's bi, and, or, she you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> true, but um, <laughs> it, it never really occurred to me that she could have such a big role and then when we actually sat down and started talking about okay this is her arc this is where she's going to go and I found out you know she's gonna she's gonna get into a real relationship that's gonna last decades mm. and they're gonna have a daughter that's you know mm. on her own adventure and that was a big surprise and then sort of when I got off the the, the conversation with, with you, Karen, and I raced into the other room where my, my partner is, and I said, sort of I'm going to be a mum! And the look of panic <laughs> on his face. <laughs> I, I probably could have worded that better. Oh, bless <laughs> you! Yeah. I love that. <laughs> you put, yeah. <laughs> you put that in an email to me, Felicity, after that uh, sort of whatever the rehearsal read through thing that we had and I was just like oh this is so lovely <laughs> ah, and of course I mean Rachel gets because uh, I, I, have, I have two kids and I had really difficult pregnancies and Rachel gets all of my difficult pregnancy stuff <laughs> heaped, heaped onto her uh, poor shoulders or poor belly I should say poor hips really yeah. <laughs> poor body yeah. yes poor body yeah. um, but so she gets some of those noises with yeah. that. Like, am I breathing too hard does this sound okay <laughs> what sort of podcast are we making here <laughs> Yes, you sent me an email, Felicity, saying, I hope it's not, like, sexual. I really tried very hard not to make it sexual moans. <laughs> no, you did it. It's okay. But this is point, Red. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to tell me. <laughs> I'm stopping my camera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, obviously, because I, I did ask you to do a separate um, sort of... <laughs> grunt and moan recording because <laughs> I need to I haven't gotten there in the editing process yet but I need to intensify the grunting and moaning of course because everything hurts and it's not going to be sexual don't worry <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's it's gonna be tough and uh, I think there's one line in there I don't remember who says it but that is something like I think Maya says it actually or maybe Brie um that it's you know all of these women, pregnant women are running around and like they can do everything right up until the last minute. And one of them says, but yeah, but the ones who can't, you don't see them because they're not there. You know, they're in their house having hip pain and uh, mm. being served cups of tea. You know, Let's see. We've talked about a lot of my questions. Oh, uh, I'm assuming it's a yes. But have you all read all of the scripts? All yes. of Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I kind of have to, you know. You kind of have to, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it's funny, I only found out yesterday that Anna actually hasn't, because we recorded yeah. her last bits yesterday, because she doesn't want to be spoiled. She wants to experience it yeah. in audio. Uh, and I love that. I didn't know that. <laughs> so, so she has reaction bits with you uh, as mm. Where she doesn't actually know, she knows like something awful happened, but she doesn't know what exactly. Oh, was. No. Yeah, I thought it was sweet, and also I'm like, I could never do that. I always throw myself at scripts and things. I'm definitely in. yes. There's a one that I'm in, uh, another podcast that I'm in, and there's like two camps of people you have people like me that have read through everything and have gone mm. wow this is crazy this is super cool and then you've got the other people that are like I don't want to read it and definitely in the chat you can tell yeah. which group a person's in <laughs> <laughs> yeah because before Anna said that I'd sort of gotten the response from from all of you I think that that you were actually reading along as I sent the scripts you know of course your own lines because uh, how else are you gonna do that but you know I sort of am at the end of my questions. Uh, does anyone have anything they want to say? Lorcan. I just had a question 
just about your kind of well, like again to bring like you really the way that you organized and orchestrated the whole thing it really was like breathtaking like re like and i'm really first of all i suppose i have two questions like i guess curious about your whole i don't know your whole process around it and okay. and also because i'm trying to kind of write stuff now and what i'm having a problem with is you know i i think it's important to write things that are you know, honest and vulnerable. And I suppose that draw on your own experience, especially mm -hmm. as a songwriter, like I think that's important. But what I'm kind of struggling with as well is when you use that honesty and vulnerability, it's a bit scary. So I don't know if that's something that you struggle <laughs> with. If you had any advice on that? Like I would- Yeah. Uh, okay, I'll start with that thing. But thank you so much uh, for, uh, you your lovely words. Okay, I'll start with that bit because yes, parts of Y2K is not quite fictional for me. And uh, mostly it's the stuff that happens to Kat because I sort of took a step back and gave that part to someone else. The basic basics of what happens in sort of, in the New Zealand part of Y2K is all fiction. But then again, I mean, like the pregnancy stuff I just talked about, I, and I think most writers do that. I've been pulling from my experience and pulling from like my friends' experiences as well. Because if you're looking at Jono and Kat's relationship, and yes, I've sort of, I based the basic relationship on one that I had uh, in that, at that age, at that time, the dynamics of it. But the actual events are a big mix of, you know, fiction and, you know, people's stories that they have told me that I have switched and swapped around and merged and mixed. And, and I think that it was important for me to, to sort of try and be true and authentic. And when it wasn't my lived experience, I tried to find tales, you know, of that lived experience from somewhere else. So I've read up on a lot of the stuff that I didn't know and hadn't experienced myself. And also, you know, I mean, I, this is a show first and foremost about friendship. And it's probably because I think friendship is incredibly important. And I've had, and I still have very close friendships that have spanned over, you know, many decades. And I think that also means that I am privy to many people's secrets. And, you know, I can, you know, many people's pain and trauma and there are ways I believe that you can take that and remodel that and repackage that. So it's not recognizable in any way, but it's still a way of speaking its truth. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. And I think that is, I am sort of, when it comes to something that I've experienced myself, I am more sort of able to, when I want, put it directly onto the page because mm -hmm. I can sort of judge how much of this do I want to switch around or fictionalize or merge with another story? And how much is, am I okay with leaving there? When it comes to other people's experiences, of course, I always am very wary of mixing them around and sort of making them not recognizable uh, plot-wise, but recognizable emotion-wise. Yeah. And I'm telling a story of a toxic relationship where which I think people don't talk about that enough. You know, people don't talk about gaslighting. People don't talk about yeah. how incredibly difficult it is to get out of uh, that kind of situation. And, you know, the, the sort of, why does she stay? Well, there is a point where it's just too hard to do anything but just stay, mm -hmm. uh, you know? And there needs to be something, something needs to sort of happen to break that, I think. And it's very, mm -hmm. it's very, very hard. And I think that was, uh, and I was writing a story about friendship and also about trying to be true about a toxic relationship. And that's where I started. And then it became a story of so many other things <laughs> as well. Yeah. What drove you to, to go, because you've been in, you know, podcasts as an actor. Mm. What, what made you decide, okay, I'm going to write and create my own story? I've 
I trained as a theater director and I worked as a drama teacher for many years. And I think always I've, I've always loved being an actor, but I've always loved being a director more. And I've written plays before because somehow for me, having the whole perspective is, even if, you know, voice acting is incredibly rewarding and incredibly interesting, having the whole perspective is even more exciting. Uh, so yeah and I mean Kirsty you can speak to this because you're creating uh, your own story yes as well. so mm-hmm. I don't have the background of previously being a director or any of that but it's just seeing other people create is really inspiring like when I've been to pod you can talked mm-hmm. about you know to other people about their projects um or even like just going to like live shows um and like other festivals where people can kind of like mingle together it's really inspiring it's just kind of made me want to do my own things and I don't have just one idea anymore like me like Karen knows I've got yeah maybe that many I've got seven fingers up I'm not really sure it's Mm. only like two are actually kind of somewhat developed so we'll see but I think that's the story of creativity sort of gives way to other creativity as yeah. I was writing Y2K, I got like 50 ideas for other things to write. Mm. And they're somewhere <laughs> in a list. We shall see. Sometimes it can be like this weird, like productive procrastination. Do you know where you're like, I need to be writing this thing? Yes. Also, what about this thing? And it's like, oh, but it's like, no, no, no. Like, I can't do that right now. I have to do this thing. Do you know? Like... Yes, I am really bad with that. I need to write <laughs> one thing, but my brain has decided, you know what? Let's go write this other thing. Yeah. And I'm so mm. bad with that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I recognize that. I, I think I'm in the, as a baseline, I am very much of a planner and a plotter. So I tend to sort of stick with it, uh, even though my brain t- tries to trick me into doing something else. <laughs> but yeah. Any you, Lorcan, you asked about the organization. I don't really know what to say except thank you. And I, I mean, some of it, I think, in regards to relations to you guys, like the cast zone and the information, has been uh, born of my own frustration as a voice actor, not getting enough information, not getting all the information that I would like. Mm-hmm. So I tried to make sure that you guys would have as much as I could throw at you. Yeah. <laughs> You've set the bar high for future yes. sort of, you know, projects yeah. we work on. Yeah. This is what we get to expect from everyone now. So. I know. Yeah. <laughs> and when yeah. You script, did you kind of just like, I don't know, like every day kind of be like, okay, going to be writing this for like two hours every day or something like that? Is that, is that kind of... Uh, no, because I have two young kids, and so I have no time and a full time job, and I have no time to be precious about writing. So I just, when I was writing, and now that I'm editing, I'm just like, okay, I have five minutes. I'm going to sit down and write or edit, and I just do it. Wow. Yeah. Uh, that's the only way I know how to do it. And I think before I had kids, uh, I would have procrastinated the hell out of this project. Mm. Yeah. I would have gotten it done, but yeah, <laughs> it's one of those things where the more responsibilities you have, the sort of more you uh, learn to handle them somehow, <laughs> at yeah. least for me. Yeah, that makes sense. Are you doing the Instagram posts as well? Yeah. At the moment, isn't the, the daily, you know, on this day in 1999. Yeah. You are using a scheduler that for though, aren't you? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Good. (laughs) I've been scheduling things uh, in various schedulers since July, I think, because they only give you, because I'm doing doing it on the cheap, so they only give you a certain free amount per month. So, you know, Mm. scheduling. Uh, I mean, I do have uh, two lovely people who are helping a little bit with the marketing and stuff, but I think they will become more in play once the show gets going uh, than they are now. Apart from that, it's, you know, just me. Amazing. Okay, I think we're pretty much done. I was going to ask you to just tell the listeners uh, where they can find you on social media, Twitter or Instagram or wherever. Why don't you start, Christy? (laughs) So I have uh, Twitter and Instagram at 
Kirsty Wolven, and I'll spell that because there's a shocking amount of people who don't know how to spell Wolven. So it's K-I-R-S-T-Y-W-O-O-L-V-E-N. Beautiful. <laughs> Lorcan, where can, where can people find you? I actually at the moment don't have any social media. I, I ended up deleting it because I was like, this is actually making me feel kind of not good. So moment, I'm not sure. Um, Contact me and I will email Lorcan. Yeah. Yeah, that Maybe. works. Thank you, Karen. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> Felicity? Uh, if, if you're look interested in looking at, at pictures of um, cooking disasters, and, and foster cats and dogs, then I'm on Instagram at flick.boyd. So yeah. F-L-I-C-K dot B-O-Y-D. So nothing too exciting, but yeah, lots, lots <laughs> of disasters. I follow you on Instagram. I love your, your cookies and cats. I think <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> you say that. Luckily, my partner eats pretty much anything I create. So, you know, <laughs> I've got a disposal right there. But... um. One day I might actually have a success and I won't know what to do with it. So. <laughs> the I cat paws in the pastry sheet are so adorable. Oh, yes. I was so upset. He, I, had, I had the pastry sheet just thawing on the bench. <laughs> and, and the cat knows he is not allowed on the bench. And he just jumped straight up, straight onto this pastry sheet. <laughs> oh this is widget this was the cat that appeared when we were doing our little read through wasn't it like yonks ago yeah. <laughs> he also um, one recording i had you know my door closed and everything and i was recording away and he decided to meow the loudest meow ever <laughs> and it occurred just as i said hello cat it was one of my lines <laughs> <laughs> wow <laughs> yeah. oh, i actually um I, I came prepared today in case he interrupted because the door's oh, closed, but just in case. <laughs> I've got a bag of treats right here to distract him. <laughs> oh, that's lovely. Yes. It's lovely. And uh, of course, you can find me on Twitter most easily, I think, at Karen Haim. That's K-A-R-I-N-H-E-I-M. And all of this can be found on our website at y2kpod.com. That's the number two. And uh, as I said, just contact me if you want to get in touch with work. Okay. And I guess it's uh, Oceans of Hugs, maybe? Oceans yeah. of Hugs? <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs>